Hello friend and slange of VAR to anyone celebrating Burns night on the day this comes out. You'll find some neeps in the goodie bag under your seat. No tatties, however, this is a family show. Welcome to the Quiz Cupboard. I'm your host, who is called John, or Jonathan, in the unlikely event that you're one of my parents. I am once again asking 20 trivia questions in four hopefully entertaining round formats. For the uninitiated, it's maximum two points per question, so we're working to a benchmark of 40 for the episode if you're keeping score. Round one this week is named Such a Cold Finger, in which I've written some relevant lyrics to five film scores and performed them without asking whether that's something anyone actually wants. My hope is this will persuade the major motion picture studios that more theme songs that include plot details will improve what is, let's be honest, a flagging movie industry. Let's start with an easy one, and before you ask, no, that's not Josh Groban singing, it is yours truly. Question one then for two points, if you can name the film. Where will you go? What will you do? Who gives a damn, my dear? I'm leaving you. Yep, annoyingly I'm slightly ill again this week, but you know what they say, sing through it and then put that singing into a quiz podcast. Tell me, just the name of the film is all I want for two points there, please. Um, it, by the way, if it's, that one isn't, but if it's uh, part of a series of films, just a general name for the series of films is enough here because some of them are used in multiple films. Um, question two is this. Mess with nature and there is a price to pay We have to learn that we are not kings of the world In this chaos somehow life will find a way And here she comes, just look at her go, killing us clever girl not too bad, right? I've tried to be a little bit less blindingly obvious this time with these questions, but still plenty to go on. Lots of references to what happens in the story. Um, question three, here we go. If you were to use your powers to their potential, most of your central problems are solved. Why you're wearing glasses when it isn't essentials, one consequential plot hole. Question three there. We are going to hear these all again during the answers section near the end of the pod. God knows, they took long enough to make, so we're going to hear them twice. Um, question four. Um, hopefully we're getting a little bit trickier, but um, I still think you're going to get this one. If you need some gunmen, cause some bandits have it coming. Call this Cajun, he's Russian though. And also Chico here is German. That one definitely won't make much sense if you haven't seen the film, and may not even if you have. Uh, question five. I think this might be the hardest. You tell me. Hey, you guys. Our houses could be sold unless we organize to find a stash of gold. We don't say die. It's a bit of fun. Right, have a think, and then as a special treat after this music, I'm going to do round two for you. Uh, 
a slight change of pace and time and space for round two. It's the old news. We're about to literally travel back in time together to a year in history, and you're going to have to guess what year that is. The clues you're going to get will be in the form of four questions about that year's news, which I'd also like you to answer correctly, please. So if you'd like to get your affairs in order, just as a routine precaution, it's encouraged. Uh, then step into the time machine. I'll fire it up. Horrendous. And here we are in the past. Ooh, ah, look at that, etc. The questions are written by someone from this time period as if it's the present, which it is for them, of course. So, question one. On the 5th of January, the new theatre in Westminster saw the London opening of which play by Baroness Ortsy about an Englishman rescuing aristocrats from the guillotine during the French Revolution. One more time, on the 5th of January, the new theatre in Westminster saw the London opening of which play by Baroness Ortsy about an Englishman rescuing aristocrats, aristocrats from the guillotine, guillotine during the French Revolution. Name of the play, please. Question two. Paris was a buzz. Mm. On the 13th of March, as Margareta MacLeod debuted a racy exotic dance act at the Musée Guimet, she performs under what stage name, taken from the Malay language and meaning Eye of the Day? One more time. Paris was a buzz on the 13th of March, as Margareta MacLeod debuted a racy exotic dance act at the Musée Guimet. She performs under what stage name, taken from the Malay language and meaning Eye of the Day? Question three, then. In a significant improvement from their first successful flight two years ago, the Wright Brothers aircraft to the Wright Flyer 3 stayed airborne for 39 minutes on the 5th of October. The vehicle is made primarily from the wood of which tree, also commonly used for piano soundboards? Question 3 repeating. In a significant improvement from their first successful flights two years ago, the Wright Brothers aircraft, the Wright Flyer, stayed airborne for 39 minutes on the 5th of October. The vehicle is made primarily from the wood of which tree? also commonly used for piano soundboards. Here's question four. On the 21st of November, promising 26-year-old physicist Albert Einstein published the paper Does the inertia of a body depend upon its energy content? In the relevant formula E equals mc squared, what does C stand for? Once more, on the 21st of November, promising 26-year-old physicist Albert Einstein published the paper Does the inertia of a body depend upon its energy content? In the relevant formula E equals mc squared, what does c stand for? And finally, question five. What year is it? What year is it? There's uh, two points if you get the exact year, and then there's a range that I'm giving um, for. I won't tell you exactly what range, but if you get it uh, a certain amount either side, you're going to get one point. So have a guess at what year it is. I think I've given you enough clues there. Okay, there's your five questions for the old news. During the following music cue, we all travelled back to the present day and everything was fine. But uh, sire, it's a big hit. Uh, the whole village is singing it. I like that. Do you know I do? This gives me a feeling of power. Power! Okay, it's round three and let's test your knowledge in a more general way with last in line. I'll read a sequence of things and instead of the final thing, just rather annoyingly say what? 
Now, the thing to remember is that what isn't actually the last thing in the list. I want you to interpret what the list is about and tell me what the last thing should actually be. It's kind of like a quiz. Nice. Okay. Question one then goes like this. John, Gordon, Alan, Virgil, what? I will, of course, repeat. John, Gordon, Alan, Virgil, what? Question two. Miami Beach, USSR, Ukraine, the West, Moscow, what? Hmm, what an interesting list. Let me let me read that again. Miami Beach, USSR, Ukraine, the West, Moscow, what? There is a specific next thing, last thing in that list that I'm looking for, please. Question three. Two, Watson. Three, player. Four, Palmer. Five, Woods. What? As you can probably tell, I want a number and then a word. Let's have it again. Two, Watson. Three, player. Four, Palmer. Five, Woods. What? Question four. Henry the seventh. Henry the eighth. Edward the sixth. Mary the first. What? Uh-oh, yeah, that's right. Henry the seventh, Henry the eighth, Edward the sixth, Mary the first, what? And finally, it's question five. It goes like this. Sandy, there are worse things I could do. Look at me, I'm Sandra D. Reprise. You're the one that I want. What? One more time. Sandy, there are worse things I could do. Look at me, I'm Sandra D. Reprise. You're the one that I want. What? What's last in line? That's the entire point of the round. Uh, and that is all of the questions in that round. Uh, let's do one more after this. Round four is called Too Foggy Couldn't See. It's all about one-star reviews. I've trawled the review site archives for some pearls of wisdom from the world's pickiest amateur reviewers about famous tourist attractions they've sightseen, and you're going to hear them read by some of your favourite celebrity voices. This time they're all musicians for no real reason. Just tell me the name of the tourist attraction being roundly panned in each, please. So question one, the words of PJB are being read by Johnny Cash. Totally overrated arch, almost blotted by commercialization. A once icon of mighty Germany is almost hidden by all the tourist entrepreneurs out to fleece the tourists. No coincidence that Starbucks and the American Embassy are neighbors. What a voice. Almost convincing that one, isn't it? Uh, so what specific tourist attraction is that PJB screed all about? Question two, we've got Ludicrous reading the thoughts of Girish. Drive about three long boring hours who get their luck at a big hole underneath. Take a couple of photos, then watch the Native Americans dance for a minute. Eat some rank food, get on the bus and back to realty. So some of the voices are clearer than others. I think I might just repeat that one. Drive about three long boring hours to get there. Look at a big hole underneath. Take a couple photos, then watch the Native Americans dance for a minute. Eat some rank food, get on the bus and back to realty. Obviously, Girish, a realtor by trade. Uh, talking about what thing? Um, number three, Avril Lavigne is back um, reading what Billy wrote. I have replaced a word in this one, just a mildly rude word that they even use in The Simpsons. But just to mitigate any risk of you fainting like an Edwardian dowager, I've changed it to crummy, which is the first word you'll hear. 
crummy site in a crummy neighborhood, no explanations, just a three-dimensional shape in bed shape. Sitting on a flea-bitten camel at least gets you a good snapshot. Did you get all that? Probably not. It goes like this. Crummy site in a crummy neighborhood. No explanations, just a three-dimensional shape in bad shape. Sitting on a flea-bitten camel at least gets you a good snapshot. So Billy had a great time. Where? Uh, number four, we've got Lady Gaga reading the words of Sophie. So underwhelming. It really is just days. Crowded with tourists in the most crowded area of the city. Don't plan your trip around it. So underwhelming. It really is just stairs crowded with tourists in the most crowded area of the city. Don't plan your trip around it. Question five. This is maybe uh, my favourite ever of these voices because it's David Bowie singing. The author, Sam M. Overrated, disappointing and overpriced. It's a rock in a flat desert covered with flies. The obsession is beyond me. Just great. Sing along if you know the words. It's a rock in a flat desert covered with flies. The obsession is beyond me. So we have five tourist attractions. I hope you've got five written down. Uh, answers are for all four rounds are coming up right after this. Wait a minute. Disappointed! Disappointed! Okay, so Such a Cold Finger was round one and I wanted the name of the film that I was singing about using its own music. How insulting. Here was question one again. Where will you go? What will you do? Who gives a damn, my dear? I'm leaving you. And the answer's gone with the wind. Of course it is. You knew that. Two points per correct answer, as I said in this round. In fact, pretty much every round this time. It's not always like that. Don't worry. But yes, two points if you said gone with the wind. Here's question two for this one. Mess with nature and there is a price to pay. We have to learn that we are not kings of the world. In this chaos, somehow life will find a way. And here she comes, just look at her go, killing us, clever girl. Plenty to go on there to get Jurassic Park, one of the John Williams oeuvre. Uh, so Jurassic Park, two points there. Um, question three, another John Williams. If you were to use your powers to their potential, most of your central problems are solved. Why you're wearing glasses when it isn't essentials, one consequential plot hole. Yeah, revolutionary stuff here. I'm sure I'm the first person to notice that there are some logical inconsistencies in the Harry Potter universe. Harry Potter is all I needed for two points there, of course. Question four. If you... Need some gunmen Cause some bandits Have it coming Call this Cajun He's Russian though And also Chico Here is German Yep, some rather facile observations from me there about the birthplaces of Yul Brynner and Horst Buchholz in The Magnificent Seven the, I, suppose, I suppose you could say the original one uh, with Steve McQueen, Charles Bronson and so on as well. Magnificent Seven there is the answer. 
And finally, number five. Hey, you guys, our houses could be sold unless we organize to find a stash of gold. We don't say die. Yeah, from the Fratelli Chase by Dave Grusin, the film there, of course, is The Goonies. The Goonies, hey, you guys, a quote from that film, uh, Goonies never say die. There's another clue. I'm sure you got it. But I think maybe the most challenging of the five there. Hopefully, though, you got 10 points on such a cold finger and had a little bit of fun listening to it. Right, round to the old news. We're going to move straight on here. So the 5th of January of the unspecified year, uh, the opening in January of which play by Baroness Ortsy? Well, it is the Scarlet Pimpernel about uh, an Englishman rescuing rich French people from the guillotine. Good for him during the French Revolution. Um, so the Scarlet Pimpernel is, for two points there, the answer. Um, question two, a nice poetically worded question. Paris was a buzz um, because Margareta MacLeod was dancing in the nude, otherwise known as Matahari. Matahari. Uh, she was Dutch despite her elaborate backstory about being uh, from the Far East. Later executed by France, of course, for alleged espionage. Matahari, the answer. Um, question three, what uh, material, uh, what wood was the right flyer three made from? The answer is spruce, spruce, a uh, wood used in aviation, sometimes also in, yes, instruments, including piano soundboards, spruce. And uh, question four, what does C stand for in E equals MC squared? The answer is the speed of light. The speed of light is what C is going on about in that famous formula and finally question five what year is it the answer is 1905 i think the biggest clue there was um, their first successful flights two years ago talking about the wright brothers 1905 so two points if you said that exact year and i'm going to give you a fairly broad basically with anything within this decade so 1901 to 1909 inclusive you're going to get one point if you said uh, within that range so 1905 though the exact year for the old news Okay, going through the last in-line sequences for round three. Number one, John, Gordon, Alan, Virgil, and the answer is Scott. They are the Tracy brothers in Thunderbirds. In order of the Thunderbird, they piloted five to one. John up there stuck in space in Thunderbird five, and Scott is our answer because he was the pilot of Thunderbird one. Question two, Miami Beach, USSR, Ukraine, the West, Moscow. Well done if you said Georgia. It's a tricky one. These are places mentioned in the lyrics of Back in the USSR by the Beatles. It goes, the Ukraine girls really knock me out. Once you get to the chorus, they leave the West behind. And Moscow girls make me sing and shout that Georgia's always on my, 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 my mind. Um, Miami Beach, the USSR, they're, they're um, mentioned earlier in the song. But yes, there's a repeated bit there, starting with the Ukraine girls. Georgia, the answer. Question three, then two Watson, three player, four Palmer, five Woods. I'm looking for six Nicholas, uh, Nicklaus, if you uh, <laughs> if you pronounce it that way. Apparently that's very wrong. We're talking golf here, golfers and the number of times they've won the Masters tournament. So Jack Nicholas, the only one with six wins, uh, five Woods. That's obviously Tiger Woods and so on. Yes, so uh, six Nicholas. Question four, Henry the seventh, Henry the eighth. Edward the Sixth, Mary the First, and the answer, Elizabeth the First. 
This is Tudor monarchs of England who were crowned. So I'm not including Lady Jane Grey, the so-called nine-day queen, because she wasn't ever crowned. Although perhaps that's somewhat harsh of me. She certainly didn't enjoy being queen and it didn't last long and it ended horribly for her. Also, she was a teenager. I didn't know that. All lots of fun. Anyway, Elizabeth I, the end of that sequence. Um, and question five, Sandy, there are worse things I could do. Look at me, I'm Sandra D. Reprise. You're the one that I want. And the answer, we go together. These are the last five songs sung by the cast in the movie version of Grease. I have missed out an instrumental and the reprise of Grease played over the credits. But yes, looking at the soundtrack, those are the last five cast sung songs. So we go together is uh, the closing number. Uh, right, round four, too foggy, couldn't see. Let's hear some of these clips again, and then I'll tell you what tourist attraction we're discussing. Totally overrated arch, almost blotted by commercialization. A once icon of mighty Germany is almost hidden by all the tourist entrepreneurs out to fleece the tourists. No coincidence that Starbucks and the American embassy are neighbors. Well, we got that it was uh, in mighty Germany and also that it was a totally overrated arch. The Brandenburg Gate seems the obvious answer then, and that is the correct one. Two points if you said Brandenburg Gate. Question two, if you can interpret this from Ludacris. Drive about three long boring hours who get their luck out a big hole underneath. Take a couple photos, then watch the Native Americans dance for a minute. Eat some rank food, get on the bus and back to realty. That's apparently what it's like to visit the Grand Canyon. The uh, epic display of nature's power there summed up by Girish. Um, sorry the food was rank for you, Girish, there. But the Grand Canyon is the answer. Um, question three, here's Avril a little bit. Crummy site in a crummy neighborhood. No explanations, just a three-dimensional shape in bed shape. Sitting on a flea-bitten camel at least gets you a good snapshot. I've got to give it to Billy. Three-dimensional shape in bad shape is not bad. Uh, the answer is the Great Pyramid of Giza. If you said pyramids in any... Well, the Egyptian pyramids in any way, two points. Lady Gaga? So underwhelming. It really is just days. Crowded with tourists in the most crowded area of the city. Don't plan your trip around it. Lady Gaga's Italian ancestry, not enough to leave her impressed with Rome's Spanish steppes. Spanish steps is the answer there. One of Rome's um, most underwhelming sites, apparently. And finally, yes, I do want us to hear this David Bowie performance again. Overrated, disappointing and overpriced. It's a rock in a flat desert covered with flies. The obsession is beyond me. How and why it's written a melody for that, I do not know. But the answer is Uluru, otherwise known as Ayers Rock. Either is acceptable for, for your two points, Ayers Rock or Uluru in Australia there. Um, yes, a rock in a flat desert covered with flies. Apparently overrated, disappointing and overpriced, according to Sam M there. Right, so let's none of us bother going on holiday anytime soon. It sounds like none of it's worth seeing. Um, and that's all our questions. Uh, thank you ever so for listening. I hope you gave it 110% this week and that your score reflects that proportionally. At Quiz Cupboard is the social media handle. I've actually got a video of my face up there now. So if you've ever wondered what I look like, then you can feast your hungry little eyes over there on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and yes, even TikTok. Follower numbers are off the charts. If the chart was made ridiculously small by an incompetent and overworked chart maker, you can help people find the cupboard by giving it a nice review or rating or by subscribing so you get all the new episodes dropped right in your feed bag. 
email quizcovered at gmail.com if you want to tell me anything at all. That's all I've got for you this time. See you next quiz. One love. <laughs>